think running a day spa is all massages and relaxation? <laughs> there is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa. But we're here to help. Siri Spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the weak. It takes hard work, planning, and just a bit of luck. We should know because we've owned a successful day spa for over 20 years. Now we're opening up our playbooks and giving you the business insights to run your day spa rather than letting it run you. This is a Spapreneur podcast with Lynn Graves and Ramona Rice. Hello, Sissy. Hey. So this week I've decided to forego cheese because last week was so gross. And now I have fresh Bingham cherries. So if you hear me crunching and spitting, it's because I'm spitting out the seeds. Are cherries technically stone fruit because they have the pits? I have no idea. I don't even know I what a fucking I, stone fruit is. Stone fruits are peaches, plums, nectarines, apricots. Um, Can't we just call fruit fruit? It's just a type of fruit. It's oh, really God good for sake. you. Look, okay, I don't get to eat sugar anymore, okay? Can you eat cherries? Yeah, I can eat cherries. Oh I just can't God, eat any right now so because good. one of us has to not be eating during the podcast. Oh, okay. Yes. Anyway, I am Ramona Rice. I'm Shashi. And we are the Spa Perneurs. Hi, gosh. And, and today's episode, of course, is inspired by questions you guys ask us all the time. And it's all about how do you really fire clients? Yeah, this one's going to be a harder one to answer. Because it depends on the situation. It does. And it Gosh. depends on really should you fire the client. I think that's the first thing we need to answer. How to determine if now is the time to fire the client. So let's talk about firing clients for a minute. There are several times where you'll need to fire a client. One is because you really cannot serve them appropriately. Let's say they really want deep tissue and you can't go any deeper and they need the work. You need to refer them to somebody yeah, else. but didn't we just say in the last episode that we work on the client's agenda? But they obviously like what I'm doing. So that's a simple one. Yeah. I want you to go deeper. I can't. I can't. You're going to have to go see Joe down the road. But I don't want to. I love you. Then, then this, then is, this all is all I'm I can do. able to do for you. And nine times out of ten, they're going to stay with you. But the tenth person, if they mm-hmm. won't, then you just have to stand up and say, you have to. I never want you guys hurting yourself for your career. That no. is because then you can't make any money. No. So, no, so, no. so that's number no. one. If it's causing you harm, of course, fire clients if they sexually you. That one's easy. Don't, oh, put up easy. With, don't put up with that nonsense I'm at all. Sh- well, sometimes it's just downright fun. Well, that's never the guys you want to sexually harass you. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, if they're good looking and all, they're creeping me out. I like the old men that do it. Ugh, this is gross. The whole thing is gross, gross, gross. Okay. So those are easy ones to kind of say, you know, if it's out of your scope of practice. Or like, for example, you know, a lot of our massage therapists do not like doing prenatal. We actually have a qualified prenatal. So for a while, they'll ask her their clients to move yep. over to her. And then after then, they go right back to her. Fantastic. So that's different. You're not really firing a client. You're just sort of shifting them over. Right. But sometimes you get those clients that just suck the air out of a room. And they will not stop. They just go on and on and on about the problems. And by the time they leave you, you're exhausted. Yeah, emotionally and physically. So that's one. Or the habitually late clients. That well, no matter if what I like you, them enough, I get I, I bump in time. Well, let's for them. say it's the lady who is draining you habitually late, um, or cancels all the time last minute. Okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. All right. Let's start at the first. The lady is what? Emotionally draining you. Okay. First of all, you're going to have to sit her down. I do believe we had this personal conversation on one of your six pillars. So you're going to have, this is a big girl panty moment. You're going to have to sit her down, not inside your massage room, out in the lobby or somewhere, and nobody can be around, and say, look, I enjoy spending time with you, but you tend to focus on the more negative things in life, and it 
drains me emotionally because I'm generally a positive person. So can we focus on the more positive things to talk about? And when they get in the room, because they're going to do this out of habit, they're going to fall back into saying the same crap, go, "Uh uh-uh, where's the positive in this? Teach them. And if you annoy them enough, they'll get pissed off and leave you. Or they're going to change yeah. one or the other. And either way, you win. So that that's one. People who are habitually late, a couple of things you can do. If you truly love them, build that into the time. Just, just I accept build it. it. Yeah. What I used to do uh, when Tom would come in to see me, he would be late. So I would book a 90-minute for him. And he'd have to pay for a 90-minute. Now, and Al Abbott was another one. Yeah. God, I loved Al. I love Al Abbott. Now, whenever they showed up is when the clock would start. And so if they were late, that was on them, not me. But you would still charge them the full amount. And they knew that. Your businessmen particularly understand this. Yeah. And they complain about this. They complain about this. I'm like, I am so sorry, but we all have the same amount of hours a day. I tell them, look, I'm going to charge you. So get your hiney here. Yeah. I do it in a loving tone, but they get it. Yeah. So, so that's, that's one. Um, we have had to fire clients when they cause too much of a ruckus. So Marl, Merlita, um, F, I'll just, I won't say her full name. Oh my God. Several the times. Was crazy. She has tried to emotionally hijack our day spot. Like when she would come in with her entourage of family, it was a cluster fuck. Four or five people. All of a sudden they'd all show up and they'd show up late and then they want to wheel and deal and they'd say, I have a gift certificate on file and they and wouldn't they have a gift certificate. So finally it came to a head where it was Jen. This is when Jen was still kind of young. And um, I guess she did one of them back and forth. They're like, well, no, they've got. And I had made the appointment with Marlita. And I said, you have one on file. You need to buy one more. Well, they said, well, no, we've got two on file. And so um, they left because Jen didn't know. And so I called Marlita and I said, okay, let's discuss this. Um, I told you that you needed to pay. You did not. So either A, you misunderstood me or you misrepresented me to my massage massage therapist. So either you're a liar or stupid. Can you decide which one you are and give me a call back? (laughs) Well, we put that on her notes. About three years later, she appeared again. And we had it on her notes and said, dear Marlita, you still owe us for a massage. So sure, you can come in, but you're going to have to pay. So yeah, there are some people, you just don't want to screw with them. We just had, I, I mentioned it a couple of times ago about the woman who called crying and you heard me and I'm a nurse and blah, blah, blah. I don't want her in there. No. I, I'm sorry. I I have fired her. Now, she doesn't know she's fired yet. But if she calls, it says, do not book her. So if she wants to be booked and doesn't understand why, I'm going to get on the phone and say, I'm sorry, but your your issues are bigger than what we can handle. Oh, I just don't understand. I, 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 maybe so. But let me say it again. I just keep repeating myself. Your issues are bigger than what we can handle. I suggest you call Pizza Hut a massage. And you don't have to. And women, we I'm, I'm guilty of this too. We don't have to over explain. No, Once don't you, justify yourself. Oh, my old boss told me that. Carl yeah. Gobran said, stop justifying yourself. Say what you mean. Shut your mouth. Just yeah. shut up. So let's say you've got a client, because I've, I've, I've had a lot of those lately discussions with my my new six-pillar cohort. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's a different group than last time. We have a guy. 
Travon, um, who um, actually he came to us not listening to any of the podcast episodes. So I'm like, oh god. So oh, we had we've already, we've already given him the warning of how much you love the black men. Um, <laughs> oh yes, <clears throat> there was a black baby that came in one month. Oh oh my god, I'm a star. She was the most oh cutest, most adorable thing do I've you, ever seen in my okay, life. Do you hear yourself? Okay, you I are don't the thing. Okay, Somebody else you know back in the Jim Crow era, they used to have stories about keep your black baby safe because the white ladies may take them. You <laughs> that crazy white. <laughs> lady <laughs> and then steven came over last night with his little one oh my she's almost two this little girl is going to grow up to be so beautiful she just i don't know you know i said it the other day it's something about their their skin has this beautiful mocha color so you don't that, see all these weird what? blemishes no, and no, little you pimples also, on no no you also know why it's because african-american families know how to butter the baby well lita taught me this lita morning <laughs> Because white people, okay, all right, this is tough not what we're talking about, but listen to me. When you I have a baby, black I, yeah, but black people know how to moisturize their skin. Oh. Okay, they rub the cocoa butter and the and the, all the oils on their they body. They got that soft little hair. Yes, because they know them. how to moisturize. Whereas oh, oh, white oh. people, we're all like, wash, wash, wash all the time. Don't wash your babies that much. Seriously, they just need to be wiped down. Right, what really were we hurt. talking about? Firing, firing clients. clients. Okay, so if you have crazy white lady who's trying to steal babies, that's also a fireable <laughs> expense. <laughs> I'm harmless. I swear to you, I'm going to give them back because I don't really want to keep them. I just want to hold them. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's the way I roll. And Lyric's too big for me to hold, so... (laughs) Poor Lyric. He puts up with more of my stupid antics. All right, firing a client. My face hurts so much. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but there are times where, so let's say you are having to fire a client because you no longer accept, we've dealt with this, you were accepting maybe Groupon or Spa Finder and you no longer accept them and they only pay in that. Well, guess what? You're technically firing a client that way. Well, you are. um, And we explain to them, this is how I explain that one is, folks, our therapists must get paid and they have to put food on the table and they don't get paid enough. They get $10 out of that. And that's not enough for an hour for what they do because they can only work a max of four to six hours a day. That's it. So people don't understand in our business that our hours are very limited in how much we can put yeah, forth. So they're thinking the like a traditional client. nine to five where they sit yeah, at a desk no. and they can work for eight no. hours a day. They're not thinking that the physical and emotional toll it takes on. So that goes back to educating clients. But let's say you need to narrow up your schedules because, oh, I don't know, you're having a baby or your life change or something like that you know what don't be afraid if your clients love you they will find the time to come see you yeah they will um or they may leave you remember if they leave you there's somebody else out there. Be happy. It means you get some fresh and, meat. And it's not a personal offense to you. No. There's a lot of reasons. You know, I just had a coaching call with somebody and she was like, I'm really upset because I went on my turn leave and this guy, you know, he comes into the day spot to get facials, but then he found another massage therapist and that's who he wants to go to. And he, You should be happy for him. Yeah. Because he's taking care of himself. You should not be upset by that. That is a wonderful thing. That means you did your job well. He understands now that he needs to get his relaxation in and he found someone and he's comfortable yay now you have a slot open for someone else exactly so don't be afraid of that but you know when we're firing clients you know you have to really decide most of the time it's not a fireable offense okay most of the time if they've made you mad it's not worth it to fire them because it is hard it's better to keep your clients that you have yeah it really is and and uh there's one particular therapist out there and i'm not going to mention it because i i don't want 
uh, I just don't think it's proper to identify her. But you'll know who I'm talking about. And she's got this one woman, very rich, who sucks the air out of the room. You're just going to have to get forceful with her because those are the kind of people they only want the best. And she obviously sees you as the best. So you're stuck. So you're going to have to think around and you're going to ask yourself, is it my attitude? Is it perhaps a little bit of me? And she she's pushing a button that bothers me. If she is, maybe it's a time to work on that button in yourself. Yeah. If you truly can't get around it after a while, you're going to have to sit down and say, girlfriend, I I have enjoyed our time together, but I'm taking some time off and I'm narrowing up my schedule and I have someone that's even better than me and I'm going to recommend that you go to them. And you're just going to have to be unavailable. And be firm. So yeah, all of a sudden you need to be and unavailable. And there's therapists I'm talking to out there because I know you're listening. I know you can be firm. Loving, smile, have a lot of love in your heart, but firm. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, you know, firing client is not easy, but it's sometimes necessary. We, we're sometimes really afraid to to let go of the clients because we want, you know, when we started in a career, like, okay, I'll give you an example with Spapreneur. I truly believed at first that I could I could take care of all the massage therapists out there. No, no. You want to know why? Because there are some that just can't handle us. No, <laughs> but but there are other coaches out there for them. Yes, and thank God, you know, that aren't like as brash and bold and crazy as we are. Where you know we have a sassy eating cherries and talking about stealing black babies. You know what I mean? Like you know, they may not need that. They may need something else, and that's why we have variety. You have to think about the same things in um, your own business as well. Did you eat a rotten cherry? What is wrong with you? What what happened? Not here? my fat. I reached into the bag and it just didn't taste right. Oh my God. Okay. There's a nice firm one. Lord have mercy. She has organic cherries. Did you get those from Whole Foods? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yay, Whole Foods. But that's what I mean. You have to, you have to really determine do you absolutely have to fire this client? Here's what I did also. There were clients that I loved, but they were just taking too much from me. Um, and I narrowed up the schedule and I had to go to them and, and tell them flat out, I love you, but I can't keep working on you because I'm hurting. I'm, I'm simply hurting. So I'm going to pass you to someone else. It does not mean I don't love you. Folks, they're going to whine and cry and bitch and groan. But you got to do it. To save yourself and your business, you got to do it. This is a big girl panty moment. If you don't, your business will die. We have seen this countless times and in lots of different industries. Um, We used to go, mom used to go to Pilates, etc. Remember Stephanie, who is phenomenal at teaching Pilates. And she ran into the problem when she had a baby and all. She had other people and her private clients, like they wouldn't leave her thing. And we, you know, mom had to coach her and say. Force them. Force them. Yeah. Force them. And it goes against your, your ethics because you're like, wait a minute, That's I right. want to help them. I love them. I've worked in the bodies. Like when you and touch- I know I'm the best yeah. because I own the bloody place. Right. Um, so, yeah, it, it is hard, but you got to do it. You have to do it and you have to do it lovingly, kindly and consistently. Consistently. You can't be wishy-washy because they will smell. You have to be firm. Yeah. You have to because if they they catch an inch, they will eke its way now, in. Here, here is one of the things I do. Um, if I take or in the past when I have taken a client that's very close to me and I move them to somebody else's table, once in a blue moon, I'll go into the room while they're being worked sure. on, and I'll say, "Oh God, I miss you so much, but my hands are feeling so much better." And I'll rub them while I'm talking to them, and what they really want, they want that one-on-one time with me to talk, because we we have bonded, we made a relationship. 
So I'll go in there and tickle their toes and rub on their legs and talk and chit chat. And I'll spend a good 20 minutes and then I leave. So that, that makes them know that I still love you. Yeah. So it's not really firing client. It's more relocating them. Yes. So, so, but there are many different reasons that you're firing someone, but there's, but there are times where a client is abusive in in lots of different ways. I don't put up with that shit. Nor should you. And, and, and it may not be abusive towards you. Let's talk about this in a minute. Again, we bring up Michelle a lot lot because she really is an example of how to run a business within right. like an established business because she's really has she, she does it so she's well. structured she's very structured and one thing she does not tolerate your clients will probably be super always nice to you but they'll be shitty to the front desk so shitty to that front desk don't let them get away with that bullshit do not stand up for your front desk people. One is that front desk will love you for it. But two is the clients, especially, you know what I'm talking about. Those hoity-toity clients are like thinking, oh, I'm the a Nazi. Yes. <laughs> you have to say. She doesn't do that anymore because I sit out front when she comes in. Yeah. But, the, but how sad we have to do that. Well, no, but also this goes back to that empowerment thing. And it takes your front desk staff a little bit of time to figure it out so that because they're scared that they're going to do it at the wrong moment mm-hmm. and piss you off. But you have to tell them, look, when they come in, you can say it nicely, but say it. I'm sorry. Is there something I have done to offend you? Because you seem to be like upset at me. Right. And and what have I done? Yeah. And and honestly, when you call someone out on their bullshit like that, that directly, back down. they totally back down. Because that's, that's what bullies do. That's what bullies do because they're insecure. Well, and what's so funny is the few times that Lyrics had to do that, one guy is eating out of his hand now. Just loves him. I mean, it's just his attitude. Um, the Nazi, I just keep a sharp eye on her, you know? Yeah. Um, and then another one that we had, unfortunately, she's abusing the front desk over the phone when she's drinking and i accidentally found that out and we may have to address that down the road but that'll be me see that that's a bigger issue much bigger issue yeah so so that's what i mean so back up your front desk staff especially when they're following your policies like if someone's late and and that sort of thing and they all complain about um you know not being or they cause a fuss in the um the lobby don't tolerate that do oh, no, no, no. Now that is, if I'm there and somebody's creating a fuss, I will stand up and come out there. But nine times out of 10 lately, I haven't been there and my team now know how to handle it. Right. And um, they handle yeah. it a lot nicer than I do. It is okay. Because I would have told the woman to go get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it is okay too to fire clients over the phone via email. It really is okay to do that. It is. I don't like to do it, but sometimes you've got to. Have to because you don't want to cause a scene. Well, that yeah. and also you don't want time to go by too far from an incident and and resolving it. Yeah, it is okay too to call them up if something has happened. Again, the Marlita situation yeah. where I called her immediately that, that evening and I said, okay. You decide which one this is and now, get me called this, to resolve this it. is a situation where somebody else is relaying a story to you. So this isn't something that's happened directly to you. If it's happened directly to you, you need to resolve that right then and there. Yeah. Uh, think about it if you need to and then call them later and say, I- I'm sorry, but I- I'm a little bit confused about what happened today. I always lead out with a, can you tell me again or can you tell me your side of the story? I want to hear it from you because... Every story has two sides to it. And somewhere in the middle is the truth. Yes. So right. you need to to give them the moment. And it may have been that they just said it incorrectly. Right. Um, I, I did tell this story about uh, the guy who called. And 
onto the therapist, her cell phone, and wanted to know mm-hmm. about how to keep an erection after a massage. And she totally freaked. Well, after I researched it some, I realized he really was asking a true holistic question. I've, a rigid penis is a good thing because without that, none of us would have been born. Well, that it so means, let's get it means a man's blood flow is working correctly. Yes. So, but I resolved it. And uh, so I, I had to listen to his side of the story, though. So right. give people a chance. But... No, when bullshit's going on, knock it I out. I think it comes back to, and we've talked about this many times, controlling that room from the beginning. I think if yeah, you're controlling... Yeah, that's a sneaky little thing. It is. But if you have control over that room, and I'm talking little things, like, again, if they come in consistently late and you've got a point right after, cut them off, charge them the My full amount. My favorite is they come in right at the top of the hour, uh-huh. and you get them in the room, and then they say, oh, i got to go pee. Tick tock, tick tock, tick. Yeah. Now we shouldn't be clock watchers. If we have the excess time, that's fine. But if you are one of those like Jen, who's back to back to back to back, then you need to politely say or well, have the front desk say, like, front de- like Look, Mountains Day. I need you to go tinkle on the potty now before you get on the table because I do have somebody coming after you and I want to give you your full time. Right. So how so, can they argue with that? And if they do, you remind them very nicely. I'm so sorry you were unable to come in on the right correct time. Tick-tock, tick-tock. So make sure on your websites that you let them know if they need to come in early enough to do fill out paperwork or do other things that get them in earlier, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, set them up for success that way. Let them know, yeah. remind them again, we assume because we are in it every day that the clients know what they're doing. The clients are stupid guys. They're stupid. They're stupid. They're well, stupid. And, and they're anticipating going, Oh my God, they're going to make me feel better. I'm so glad I'm here. Because they don't want to think while they're there. That's no. not their job to think. No, it's not their so, job. We, this is for them to get away or get some resolution. Or this something. is their safe so, place. So guess what? Logic for them does not exist. <laughs> so that's your job. Okay. So, so sometimes you have to step in and go, okay, how would you talk to a toddler to convince them to do the things you need them to go do? Pee pee in the potty. Yeah, got to be a big boy. Okay, go pee pee in the potty before two, we go. You get two choices. Do you want one o'clock or two o'clock? No, my favorite was <laughs> Alan came in yesterday. He had a Starbucks coffee, and he's in his eighties. And I said, "Okay, after you finish drinking what you want, give it to me. Now you go tinkle on that potty so you don't have to get up off that table halfway through." Okay. This is a man, <laughs> by the way. I want to point out that he. Um, is very high politically in the he's Democratic the one Party. That's known all the presidents and all, but yeah. he's my guy. Yeah, so him. so she told a very very influential man. <laughs> now it's time to go tinkle in the potty. That's <laughs> your life. Me. That is your life, though. That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. A man who has I hung out with a... Hillary and Bill Clinton. Hey, all people poop. That's true. Okay, President Obama we does all. Poop poop yes so we put our pants on the same way you know we're still all people yes um if you guys want to know about too and again i want you guys if you have a client that you just dread seeing that doesn't excite you when you see him you just dread 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 it may be time to get them off your table or out of your service don't be afraid to lose them though and like oh but if i lose them they'll say bad things about me oh no, you say- gotta ask yourself why normally normally if you're dreading them coming in it means they're fatiguing you out emotionally or physically and in and sometimes it's just about the energy but obviously they're sucking something from you if yes. they're still coming in to so see you. either you need to do things to prepare yourself to, to set a boundary for yourself yes. and that is perfectly allowed guys we are not psychotherapists okay you can ask people Especially, I've got good friends of mine right now that are dealing with a major marriage crisis, and I think I know what's going on. I am not a trained marriage counselor, so I'm not giving advice because that's not my role. So always remember that too. Remember your lane. What is your job there? You manipulate soft tissue. Let me throw this out there too. 
Use some aromatherapy. Yes. That calms a lot of beastly people down. Uh-huh. <laughs> or, really you know does. what? Start them prone. Start them on their, their yeah. so they fall asleep. Change it up. So, you know, that's a lot. If you want a book to help you understand why sometimes clients, we need to move them off of our table, a great book. I've mentioned it thousands of times, but it's one of my favorites. The Pumpkin Plant by Mike Michalowicz. Um, the what? The Pumpkin Plant. So Mike Michalowicz, he's the one who came up with I don't think pump- you've ever mentioned that. I've mentioned it probably in Community and Six Posts. Oh, okay. So, um, so Mike Michalowicz is the guy who actually came up with Profit First. Um, so he's brilliant. I'm getting to be able to hang out with him in um, Philadelphia when they go to Podcast Movement. So he's going to be there. I'm very excited to meet him and Amber Duggar's hanging out with me there. Oh, Yay! Yay, Amber. So he, uh, Amber, Duggar's one, Amber Duggar is one of his people. So anyway, he wrote this great book about what happens when you fire the clients that do not either serve you or not your ideal clients. Right. Because I have seen when I am massage therapists that I've worked with or estheticians that work with that know their ideal clients and they seek out those, their businesses thrive. Yes. Um, so he talks about how if you want to grow a giant big pumpkin like the kind you see at fairs, what they do is the one vine is just for that one pumpkin. So rather than having a bunch of little pumpkins that are annoying to take care of, mm-hmm. you have one big, giant, delicious, huge pumpkin and you get rid of all the others. That's what the pumpkin plan is all about. It's a great book to help you see why it's almost better to charge more prices and have smaller clientele that you manage rather than trying to get in on price and have Even a bunch though, of them. I've said this before. You can raise those prices and those same people will stay on your table because there's something you have they want. Right. But but again, that may be another sign. If you're dreading them, maybe it's time for a price increase. Or yes. Or or like I said, aromatherapy for you and for the uh, my favorite lately is Euphoria by uh Frontier. Yes. <gasps> Loving Euphoria. It makes me so pumped mm. up and happy. There's one um Michelle Snelling sent it to Addison, our you know, ten year old. Yeah. Well, she'll be ten I'm by the time. With her. Oh my god, I love Michelle Snelling so much. She has this line called Protect. It is the most incredible. I I um she sends because she, she's a very intuitive um aromatherapist, so she will um, feel the energy of people and go, okay, they need this. And she felt Addison's energy for whatever reason. She's never met Addison. She's like, she needs this oil. I'm going to send it to her. And, cool. and it was around right before Father's Day. And that's a trigger for the kids because yes. of dad. It, it just is. I know my baby. So I'm like, you know, I'm not going to turn down for your room therapy. It smells so good. Yes, it does. Yes, yes. it does. So, so anyway, yeah, don't do what you, if you believe in crystals, pray before you go into your session or meditate. Grounding is very important. If you're, if you haven't taken some time out, and we're going to talk about this in the next episode, taking some personal time for yourself. If you're not taking personal time for yourself and recharging and grounding, well, that's that's your first step right there. First step must do it. I don't care if it's your highest busiest season. You need to take care of yourself. And we're going to talk about the next episode. All right. So this is episode 52 of the podcast. Woo-hoo! I know. So go to spotpreneur.com forward slash zero five two. We would love to know your thoughts about this. Any stories you've had about clients that yeah, you've had and to fire. If, we, if you feel like we haven't addressed a particular situation, throw it out like there. we've talked about this subject a lot. Yeah. But I mean, uh, it's it's a difficult one. Yeah. It, it is, you don't want to necessarily be, you, you don't want to be discriminatory because that's just wrong and illegal. Oh yeah. No. But also too, you want to make sure you're getting the clients in that you want to work on. But guess what? Sometimes, guys, we get clients that we necessarily aren't our ideal clients, but they're good clients for us at the time. So don't just, don't be a snob. Don't toss the baby out with the bathwater. Because you never know where you need your money from. That's right. (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys next episode. Bye. Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to spapreneur.com where we've got the tools, tricks, and methods to making your spa as successful as it can be. Spapreneur.com.